Hey, this is Rabbi Zev Bannett. You're listening to the Daily Halacha, Kabbalah, and Machshava podcast series from Yesod Blocks. We had a nice little break uh, over the last week and a half because of Pesach. Hope everybody's Pesach was excellent, filled with expansion of consciousness that undid the limitations that are the Mitzrayim we all are constantly struggling to break out of. Uh, we're continuing forward with our regularly scheduled programming every day, daily podcast, the Halacha. In the Shulchan Aruch, we are still in our Chaim in the beginning, uh, the areas of, of Pesuket Zimra, and so every day we'll continue to be doing this. And again, for those who are new, just listening in for the first time, on Erev Shabbos on Friday, we also do a Halacha podcast that is specifically focused on Hilchel Shabbos and the backstory of Shabbos, and as always, trying to express uh, the Halacha itself and then the underlying layers of Machshava and Kabbalah that it is expressing, and then also also in tandem, showing these underlying profound Kabbalah concepts, uh, the inner space of our own selves, our neshamos, and then how that is manifest in the practical halacha that we are encountering in the Shulchan Aruch, with the goal being to bridge that for both sides, both people who are very halachic and practical, and at the same time people who are very spiritual and have a hard time seeing how to actualize those spiritual uh, inner inner areas, inner feelings, inner thoughts, the spiritual dynamics that we each have within us, uh, how to actually actualize that and link them with the halacha that we are uh, d- uh, living, essentially. So that's the uh, that's the series, and that's what we're going to be continuing with. And again, as always, I also want to direct you to yesodblocks.com. I get questions every single day through the website. There is a WhatsApp channel there where you can reach out directly to my phone, and I answer questions with voice notes uh, uh, pretty much within a day or two. So uh, definitely reach out if you have any questions. And for those who are interested in learning more about Hashem, I know a lot of people have been reaching out to me the last couple of weeks, uh, all these Hashem-related questions, because ultimately all this really points back to Hashem and the answer to almost every question starts with who Hashem is and what the big picture is in terms of Hashem's relationship with existence, what's called the relationship with the Olamot and the layers of, of being that we encounter daily, constantly, all around us. So I always direct people to the website. You can get to the Kabbalah Basic series and other series that we have there that we're constantly expanding and adding, and you will really be, begin to build out your understanding of who Hashem is, taking your relationship with Hashem from a place of just basic simplicity, uh, where it's just kind of like this guy in the sky who you have to do what he says, and Allah is just a list of things you're supposed to do and really build it out into a, a profoundly real phenomenological uh, encounter with Hashem and that's really what we're all here to do that's the whole point of life essentially is to uncover the deeper buried layers of, of our inner selves that Hashem essentially is and embodies so that's the website so you can go check out the platform yesodblocks.com you can subscribe and join us and not only is your subscription allow you to get access to all of that but also supports what we're doing so if you think this kind of Torah is important and you want to act and actualize that in some way please support us by subscribing over there at yesodblocks.com so this episode we are uh, starting a new Siman Siman Nun Gimel which is section 53 uh, in Orachayim, and it's a pretty long section. It has 26 seifim, 26 halachos uh, in it, and this is called Din Harauy Leireid Lifneateva. It's essentially a list of the different requirements for a person who wants to, what's called Leireid Lifneateva, means the person who's going to go to the front of the Beit HaKneset, the synagogue, and then lead the group. So if you recall from previous episodes, I'll just do this refresher, which is that uh, there's really two different ways you can engage in the consciousness this expansion process, the Hashem expansion process that we call tefillah. And so the tefillah structure has, it really has um, the central tefillah, which is Shemona Esrei today, um, but that's really the phase in which you're directly linking yourself with Hashem, accessing the things that you want and care about, then trying to dig more deeply underneath them to discover what the root of each of the things that you want is, and then to to find the the divine source in that. In other words, even if you want, let's say, let's say you want a car, a new car or something, 
So some people might say, well, that's really materialistic, just you should want a car. No, we shouldn't want things like that. You can want whatever you want. The question is, how deeply are you aware of what it really is uh, underneath? And so if somebody wants a new car, so and let's say they want a particularly uh, uh, pretty, expensive, luxurious car, so maybe what you're searching for is underneath, what you really want is you want to be seen, you want to feel like you matter here, you want to feel like you are significant, and that translates ultimately sometimes into a very shallow idea, arrogance, or, or the person searching for self-importance, um, but the reason why we want that is because underneath we sense that we are someone, that we are someone of significance, and the world constantly conveys to us this, this um, dynamic or this this perspective that uh, if we disappeared then nobody would even notice that maybe it would it wouldn't even matter what exactly are we even really doing here what what, do, what difference does it make that's a very pervasive perspective especially nowadays and so when you want something like a new car so it's because deep underneath what you really want is you want to ex experience yourself as the significant self that you that you think that you are that you intuit that you are and so each of the things that we want there are layers and that's just one example of one layer there are layers and layers and layers underneath that you could ask well why is it that a person is, uh, intuits constantly that they are significant. Why do we all intuit that? Where does that come from? And then we can go even deeper. And so that's the process of tefillah. And then we have these uh, these tools, which is what Psuke de Zimra is and the Brachos Birchos Ashachar that we discussed in earlier episodes, uh, and and uh, Birchos Kriyashma and Kriyashma itself. These are all sections that are in the Sidur uh, that we say every day that are designed to upgrade, update our, our uh, perceptual software, uh, our intellectual, our thought software, our emotional software, um, as we approach the process of tefillah that I just described. So that's essentially what we're talking about here. That's that's the Sukkot that's Zimra component. That's phase two of the process of approaching the tefillah uh, in its ultimate form. And there are two ways to do all of this. You can either do it as an individual at home or wherever, and you can essentially uh, go through all these pieces that are in the Sidur that are texts that we recite, and then they're supposed to trigger a cascade of thoughts in our minds. Or you can do that in a group, like a tefillah group, which is what we call a minyan, uh, which consists of 10 men, and then anybody who wants to join them and and, uh, and feed off, essentially, of their consciousness um, bridging. And so that's uh, that concept of, of minyan is, uh, is we're going to discuss that a little more fully later on, exactly when it applies and what it's for and whatever. But the, the beginning of understanding that is that there essentially are 10 different types of uh, we'll say ten different types uh, that need to be grouped together into a into a synchronous group to then access the highest states of tefillah. And so we don't always think about it that way nowadays. Nowadays, minion is usually viewed as some kind of social obligation where you're supposed to be with everybody else, and if you don't show up, you're late, you're not part of it. Um, so that's a very shallow, superficial perspective. And all this is essentially trying to um, mimic or to to substitute for the loss of the Beis HaMikdash, which is the context where we were supposed to actually constantly, incrementally receive Hashem's presence over time to eventually fuse ourselves with Hashem the way that Moshe does in Sefer Dvarim. Now we only have the Beit HaKneset, and so we have these vestiges, these very, very uh, fragmented remnants of that process. And so we have to understand, A, what that background process is, and B, uh, how, to, how do these things that we do in the Beit HaKneset and in the synagogue, how do they actually achieve the 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 goals of the process and all that? Uh, we're going to explore that in different different small ways as we go through the halachos here. And of course, I always, as always, direct you to soulblocks.com if you want to get the overview of all of that, the big picture of it first, which is very helpful, um, just to sort of really understand where we're going at, at very very intense levels of depth. So that's this halacha as somebody who wants to go and lead the group, the tefillah group in the Beit Knesset. So what kind of person do they need to be? So that's there's a whole list of these things in Siman uh, Nun uh, Gimel, Siman 53, which is what we're about to encounter. And so the first halacha here, 
Tam is the the Halacha Aleph says, Omer Shaliach Tzibor Yishtabach Meumad. The Shaliach Tzibor, Shaliach Tzibor means the representative of the of the Tzibor. The Tzibor means the group. Uh, language of uh, something which is tzibur means like essentially something which is bundled together into some kind of a connected unit. So that's why I specifically used the language earlier of the the minyan is is a group of people who are bridging with each other. They're bundling together. They're something which holds them together into this group. And so the shaliach tzibur is supposed to be the one person who is the representative of that group that now stands before Hashem and leads the group uh, and directs them. It's kind of like the concept of a melech, a king. Uh, in the Torah, which is a king is not a tyrant who rules over everybody. A king is a person who sits above the group and is able to see the various aspects, the various uh, um, contributions and 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 uh, disparities within the group, and then to unify all of them and direct them towards a particular national goal. In this case, a particular tefillah goal, uh, which is the, that is the purpose of the chazan, which comes from the word chazon, which means the visionary. He's one who's supposed to have the vision of what's of where we're going, what's the what's the direction we're taking today in the tefillah process that we are engaging in in the Beit HaKnesset. So the first halacha about him is that the shaliach tzibor, this representative of the group, of this bundled group of people, is supposed to say the bracha of Yishtabach me'umad. So uh, the, the, if you recall from previous episodes, the last, the last part of Pesuket Zimra, Pesuket Zimra has a bracha at the beginning called Baruch Shamar. Then it has a whole slew of different paragraphs that we recite that are, that are thematically interlinked and expressive of the ideas in Baruch Shamar. And Baruch Shamar basically is designed to be as all brachos are, to link your awareness of Hashem's presence to the process you are about to engage in. Uh, so you're about to say all these words, and so now you're trying to link that to Hashem's presence so you actually have greater consciousness of Hashem. And then you end off that entire process with, the, with uh, Yishtabah, which is the the signing off of that entire process and basically giving it like a like a conclusive ending. So here the the Shulchan Aruch says that the Chazan, the leader of this, is supposed to say Yishtabach standing up. Now we discussed actually in uh, we have another series on the Yisod Blocks, uh, also found on the on our on the Yisod Blocks YouTube channel uh, called Embodied Torah, where we discuss this concept of saying certain things when you're standing. And when you stand up, so there's really two different there's two different forms essentially that you could be in. You could either be sitting at rest, uh, which you are supposed to actually be sitting for parts of Pesuket Zimra, and then there are parts where you're supposed to be standing, and there's a difference in dynamic, internal dynamic, when you're in either of those positions. So when you're standing up, it's generally like an energizing process. It's supposed to be one in which now I'm I'm more, the, the movement within the world is more active, as opposed to when you're sitting, it's more of a passive, like I'm now just being. It's like the language that we have uh, by Shabbat, when Hashem finishes the process of creation, uh, so it's, it says there that he is vayinafash, that he just he's just being. He's essentially just uh, t- you know, people describe that as him resting, but it really just means he is now just being and not actively making changes to the system uh, and adding new things. He's just being, and so there's really two modes you can be in. You can be a receiving mode, which is the just being mode, where you're letting things flow into yourself. You're trying to receive, and Hashem is also doing that uh, uh, when he's in the state of being that we just described. And then you can also be in the active mode where you are trying to impact, trying to make change, trying to to essentially broadcast your neshama into the world to reshape the world in some form as a function of your own inner self. And so that's what we're saying here is that the standing during Ishtabach is you're supposed to be in a state of impacting, of actually being being a, 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 a proactive instigator of change or of process as opposed to somebody who is just trying to receive. During Pesukit Zimra, other parts of it, we're trying to almost like, uh, just it's kind of like, almost like watching TV. It's like letting things flow into your mind and letting them kind of settle in there. And then it's like, then we, we finish off with this 
process in which we stand, which is what we do during Ishtabach, to, to now activate that and, and apply it to the next phases of the of the Sidur. So that's what we're talking about here. The Shliach Tibur is supposed to stand during Ishtabach. And so the Mishnah Bura here also points out uh, that not only is it true for the Shaliach Tzibor that he's supposed to stand, the representative of the whole group, but actually we saw earlier uh, in Siman Nun Aleph, he writes, in, and this is in Sif Katan Aleph, the Mishnah Bura's first comment on this section, he writes, Aval Siman Nun Aleph, Sif Vav, Bahaga in section 51 in Halacha 6, in the Haggah, the Ashkenazi Poseik from Moshe Esolis, he says there, even somebody who is doing tefillah b'yechidi, where he's just doing it alone, not in a group, he's also supposed to stand uh, when he says yishtabach. And he quotes a couple other opinions that say that as well. Then there's also a discussion about uh, there's these 15 words of praise that we say here, they're called the Tetvav Shvachim, Shebi Yishtabach, because the actual words of Yishtabach are Yishtabach Shimcha Ladmakeinu, which basically, the word Yishtabach means Hashem, your name should be, should should undergo Shevach. What Shevach is, is it's a, it's a word that actually is used in multiple contexts, and we discussed this a little bit also in earlier episodes, the idea of Shevach is that something is uh, being improved or becoming it, its its positive aspects are being expanded or emphasized in some way. So as an example is when you have fruit that is mishtabeach, it means that now it's not only is it ripening but it's growing. It's bigger. It's more more um, filled with you know. It's essentially just more massive and more more. Uh, ponderous almost in like it's in its goodness that it's like the, these fruits that are growing on a tree are just in just imagine you know very very uh, r- ripe red apples that are unusually large hanging off the branches of an apple tree that's what we're talking about here that's the idea of um of of shevach uh, in this way and so we have that with things like fruit we also have it with hashem and with hashem so the idea is uh, we also have it with other people, actually. So we have it. We have the idea of Shabbach with with people and Hashem, and the idea in both of these situations is essentially to to try to um, access our awareness of the things within another person or within Hashem that are that are like that, that are that are good, that are good for us, that are good for the world, that are that are um, that are growing, that are expanding. So the the process of, of Psuke de Zimra is essentially about trying to do that. And when we do that with other people, so, you know, it, it's it's not about just giving somebody compliments. Like, we, sometimes people say this, like, oh, you're praising somebody. We don't just try to praise people and say, oh, wow, you're so smart, you're so funny. What we do is, when we actually talk to another person, we say, you know, it seems like you're very... You're very um, self-aware in how you analyze the way that you are, that you sometimes get upset, but that you also, when, even when you are upset, you're able to think through what's upsetting you and figure out what's underneath that. That's an example of shevach, because what you're doing is you are, um, you are aware of what somebody else's dynamics are, and then you're reflecting that to them, you're pointing that out to them, uh, you're putting that out there so that they can see it, and that you can also see it. It emphasizes in your own mind um, a, big, a bigger picture of what they are, as opposed to the way we... The way we normally see each other is like if someone gets upset at you, you just kind of you, you recoil and you just you say, oh, they're upset at me. Well, I'm going to be upset at them or something like that. Uh, as opposed to doing that, you can actually try to see underneath and see the bigger picture of who they are. Uh, and that's what Shevach is. It's about seeing that 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 larger set of, of inputs or of factors in the situation. And so that's that's something which we do with, with each other. And whenever we do it, that's profoundly connective and profoundly um, uh, reorienting ourselves towards someone else as opposed to having a das tovara, distorted perspective of somebody where we just see them in one very shallow way. Oh, wow, he's so upset. You know, that that's his deal. He's very upset. Um, 
So with Hashem, it's even more profound than that because with Hashem, there are no errors. In other words, it's not like with a person where sometimes we can actually be upset in a very unproductive way, in which case there's not so much to give Shevach about. With Hashem, it's Yishtabach Shimcha La'ad Malkeinu. Your name should always undergo Shevach forever, uh, our king. That's what that means um, because Hashem is really worthy of that. Um, ki, uh, the, the language is Ki uh, just to skip a tiny bit, Ki because for you, it's like really, it's really fitting. It's like really the right thing to give you these things. Hashem elokeinu elokeinu, you are Hashem. These names of Hashem, we're not going to explain what they mean right now. Um, but then it says, what is it What is it fitting to give to you? Shir ushvacha, halel vazimra, song and praise and reflection and and, and a different word for song. Um, and there's a whole list of 15 different, uh, different, almost like synonyms or different forms of shevach. And the, te- the text of Yishtabach is saying, like, Hashem, you are worthy. It's fitting to give you all of these. Um, this, is, this is like the the thing that you that you deserve based on, on who you are. And this is the this is really the signature for all of Tukita Zimra that we just finished. We're now trying to apply what we just encountered. We just said all these paragraphs in Tukita Zimra, which essentially illustrated all the ways that Hashem is uh, manifesting as existence and the things about him that, that make him again praiseworthy not that not like wow you're so great Hashem but like to actually see okay so there's a process when I see a tree in front of me it's these layers of underlying structure and there's deeper and deeper layers of that and Hashem is the manifestation of all of that and to see how Hashem manifests from top to bottom that's essentially what we're trying to access in Sukkot Zimra uh, all this information about Hashem manifests as existence uh, and, and and so that's that's what we're now trying to seal off at the end we're trying to now actively say okay I received all of that in the more passive seated pieces of Sukkot Zimra and now I'm going going to seal all that off I'm going to sign off on that and say Hashem this is this is you are you are really the one who should be mishtabeach uh, constantly being undergoing shevach like that and uh, and it's fitting that you should and all these different forms of shevach and so here in the halacha there's basically a couple of practical things so like we said one is you're supposed, you're supposed to say this standing because now you're basically this, this is you now giving this back and in other words before you were just receiving and trying to absorb all these ideas and so it is and now you're trying to make a statement from your own self about them so you do that standing from a more active place. And then also the Mishnah Brewer here brings a discussion of whether you need to say all 15 of these different kinds of synonyms for Shevach uh, all in one breath. And again, the idea of saying things in one breath is that we're trying to bind them together. We're saying this is all one story and this is all, all this is the unified self that is Hashem. And so the, the, the Mishnah Brewer Paskins, you don't have to do that. Um, you can still achieve this same uh, oneness, the same unification, the same connecting, bridging of all these words. Without that, there is an opinion that says you should do that. But either way, they're both expressing the same concept, trying to link all these things together. Uh, and, and sign off on the total series of what Pesukei Dezimra actually was. So that's this first halacha, halacha Aleph. The Shaliyah Tibur should say it's standing up. So should everybody else and is all an expression of these ideas. Hopefully that was clarifying and helpful. Uh, again, reach out anytime on, with, with questions on yesoblocks.com if you have any follow-up questions you want to ask me about this or anything else. I'm looking forward to having you join me for the next episode.